I'm an artist. Welcome to episode 51 of the Thrash Report for Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. My name is Chris. Joining me, my co-host, my partner in crime, to the Music Commentary Podcast, where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. Jim, what's going on, man? What's going on is I was at a baseball game, my son's game yesterday, and kind of been noticing all season that I think that the umpires are metalheads. Yeah? Yeah, I like to be behind the plate, and every once in a while, I'll just throw the horns up. Is that, is that like a baseball thing? <laughs> yeah, it always happens when there's two outs. Got it, got it. See, I don't know really? baseball, so that wasn't fun. But that was pretty good. <laughs> I like it. Very cool. We got a fun. We got a fun episode, Jim. We got tons mm-hmm. and tons of stuff to talk about today. We got uh, some crazy releases, and we jump back in time. Um, gosh, like thirty-four years, which is going to be crazy. So, yes, let's go let's go and twenty-two. Get rolling. Um, yeah. And we wouldn't be able to do this without our sponsors. So let's go ahead and give a shout out to uh, Discover CBD Twin Cities. Uh, they have a great offer for all you listeners. Um, go ahead and grab their top tier safe CBD products. They are of the highest quality. You can go over to uh, discovercbdtwincities.com and you can get their third party lab tested, you know, manufactured in the ISO 7 clean room. They're organically grown and sourced from Southern Colorado all of their Delta 8 line of edibles. I know um, they, uh, they told me today that they got uh, a brand new uh, Delta 8 gummy that is, is pretty popular. So go ahead and use the code THRASH for 20% off your order and free shipping. Go ahead and grab those Delta 8 gummies at Discover CBD Twin Cities, and we thank them for their support. Did I tell you the story about my uncle and gummies? No. Yeah, so he was out in Colorado a few years ago and wanted to try them. And he bought them, and the guy said, you know, take them, sit for a while. You might not feel anything for 45 minutes to an hour or something. Don't take more. You'll feel something. Oh. And 45 minutes to an hour goes by. And he was at a convention, by the way, where he was a speaker and going to seminars and stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> I know where this is so going. 45 minutes to an hour goes by, and he's not feeling anything. So he's like, screw it. This is lame. I'm taking some more. I woke up the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Missed a whole bunch of stuff. Got knocked the hell out. Oh, my gosh. That is crazy. (laughs) Always in moderation, people. Yeah, it actually that happened to me once when I traveled for work. Um, You know, I told you, like, I have I've had some back problems and stuff. And so Mm -hmm. I had one time I had some some meds that they gave me and I traveled. And I remember landing. I don't remember. I think it was just like, I went to Chicago or whatever. And I remember landed, I got to my hotel, my back was killing me and I took something. And it's like the next morning, like my colleagues are knocking on my door. (laughs) Like I slept like 18 hours. Nice. (laughs) All right. So the first thing that we want to, we want to mention is a big old fat thank you to everyone that participated and hung out with us in our 50th episode. We want to thank all of our listeners and our friends that got to hang out and celebrate with us. It's a huge milestone and we couldn't do it without you guys. We really appreciate all your support. So thank you, everybody. 
yeah, that was a lot of fun. So thanks to everybody that joined us and has watched since and listened. It was a good time and too many more. Let's go yeah. ahead and jump into the headlines. I got we another story a, for you. Ooh, ooh a, a pre-story. Yeah, I was going to mention it to you last week, but we got going on other things. But uh, so it's the end of the school year. And if you remember mm-hmm. being in high school, end of the year, there's like nothing to do. Everything's wrapped up and yep. you're just like waiting for the last bell. So at the end of last week, um, my son's taken AP history and they finished everything up and just had nothing to do. So I thought you'd like this. They decided to have a history lesson and watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, excellent. (laughs) That's awesome. Put them in the Iron Maiden. Excellent. Execute them. Yes. Very cool. It was the first time he had seen it and he said it's just horribly awful, (laughs) but very funny. That's right. (laughs) That's exactly what we're looking for. Yeah. That's learning awesome. learning can be awful yep yep totally um right. yeah man well we have uh we have some great uh some great news here one of the first ones that we're going to talk about is something that that you brought up you know we we all had our fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> yeah but apparently jason newstead will not be joining megadeth what do we know here man well, he is not on social media and his wife is, and she went out and just put the rumors to rest saying that he will not be joining Megadeth. And uh, reports are he ran away to his room crying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't think he would be since he just recently came out saying he can hardly play Metallica songs anymore. So I'd, it's pretty certain it wasn't going to be a thing, but that would have made a good story. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's crazy. I know uh, she said, um, and it was quote, she stated, Jason is not joining Megadeth. Peace to them. Listen to metal. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty great. Um, Yeah. You know, obviously it would have been, it would have been kind of a fun, fun thing, but um, my understanding is he's had like a bunch of surgeries and shit and he really can't even, you know, he just, he can't thrash around like uh, like a maniac. So. Yep, two bags. He was fun to watch, but he's still making music on his own. So there's always that. There is. Um, this one is another one that uh, you know you and I had talked about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep. Well, <laughs> evidently Corey Taylor has some has some choice words to say. Um, what do you, what do you suppose is going on here, man? Well, I think he has the same views I do that it's just worthless i mean it's they're not i understand it's not the metal rock of metal hall of fame it's rock and roll but it's if you look at what's gone on the last few years and who they've brought in who they haven't is my take is metalheads we have the music we don't need all the hall of fame crap all that stuff i mean we're here for the tunes it's nice to get recognized yes but i mean it's to be accepted in to such a joke of a thing i'm with Corey on this one where he calls the rock hall garbage that's right he calls it he and he he quotes first of all i don't care about that hall because i think it's a pile of garbage oh hi thanks for checking in i'm still a piece of garbage (laughs) uh taylor responded 
Um, in this interview, he said they don't honor anything except pop music, really, and they don't really induct real rock bands um, when they have when they have to they had to cave to pressure to uh, to actually nominate and and uh, uh, induct other bands. He said that they disrespected so many other bands over the past by putting others in before the ones that actually deserved it. So mm -hmm. yeah, he says uh, it's a big pile of garbage. So. <laughs> Now they should put them in just to spite him. And, and I agree. <laughs> yeah, because the whole thing is, um, yeah, I mean, Slipknot would be would qualify next year to be. That's in the crazy. Rock, yeah, to be in the <laughs> Rock and Hall of Fame. Speaking oh, of Slipknot, mm -hmm. Clown says that they are making God music. <laughs> Ooh. So nice. yeah, Slipknot, they are back in the studio uh, in Los Angeles. They're recording a follow-up to uh, We Are Not Your Kind. Um, and they said that they are just, uh, Clown said he's just, they're just having a blast. Um, they said that it's, it's great music's been written. Um, this is the band's uh, seventh studio album. And he went on to say that, you know, he's not going to talk about how many songs have been completed but uh, he does say that, um, you know, he's really happy about what they're doing. Um, the guys are really happy. Uh, Corey is, is singing at, on some level that he's never been heard before. Um, and it makes, makes, makes him really emotional. It's great music's been written. And uh, yeah, this is going to be, uh, it's going to be a fun time. So looking forward to new Slipknot, man. We'll see when that yeah, happens. Always. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, We Are Not Your Kind. It was, that was it was good. I mean, there's, I think it's interesting because Slipknot is one of those bands where every album for me, they have like two standout tracks that are just like absolutely just brings tears to my eyes. They're so good, right? I could listen to them over and over and over again. So, um, so this one, did Dino actually get asked to play guitar by Limp Bizkit? Yeah, this is a story I saw a bunch last week. And, you know, like the headline says that he turned down the Limp Bizkit opportunity, but he came out and saying that the social media story has just blown up, but not like getting big, but just the story itself got a little out of hand and isn't the exact truth that he was actually asked to audition not to join <laughs> so <laughs> this story is not true <laughs> um yeah dino went on to say um that they're on tour with maiden in 95 around that time and you know they're playing and they bumped in and they ran into the guys from limp Bizkit. And they played a demo on the first demo and um, Ross Robinson was going to produce the album at the time and they're going to be back in LA and they wanted to come and hang out. I mean, it, they did cross paths, right? Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like, hey, Dino, come and play in Limp Bizkit. 
And I got to tell you, that would be such a waste of his talent. I'm sorry to say. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So that did not happen. (laughs) Nah, 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 nah. Nah. Not. And this one, we, I want to say we broke the news, but we didn't. We just (laughs) talked about it last time. Um, So this, uh, it's official now, huh? It's official, yes, that uh, Bad Wolves has a new singer. And as we mentioned before, it is the ex Acacia Strain guitarist Dan Laskowitz. Laskavich, not sure how to say that, but yeah, it's official now. Dot Coil said it on his social media and shared the story from Bad Wolves. So he is in. Yeah, that's crazy. I know that uh, he, um, he was also has worked with All That Remains, which I'm a huge fan. Um, Legion and For the Fallen Dreams. Don't know. Um, also collaborated with Bad Wolves on their 2019 album Nation. So that was kind of the start of that working relationship. And now he's he's the dude. So yep. And I saw someone ask Doc Coyle if he was going to be bringing any riffs to the band. And the doc said he had already written one song for the new album. So jumping right in. This next one, uh, our pals at Ignoxia. Yes. They're going to have uh, this uh, stop animation video premiere on June 11th. So um, be sure to set your reminders on YouTube and I'm sure that we'll, uh, we'll talk about it next week. So pretty, pretty sure. fun. I'm, I'm excited yeah. about it. It'll be great. Yep. Looks awesome. Yeah. I know uh, <laughs> back when I was a kid, you know, my, we used to play around with, uh, we had like a super eight camera, like a video camera. Mm-hmm. you'd have to have to actually go get it developed i don't know kids the young guys don't know what i'm talking about but the old guys don't know what i'm talking about yep. but it was super eight it was silent so there was no audio but we would make stop animation like claymation stuff all the time and it was hilarious we would make clay figures like blow their nose and then they'd show it show you that they had snot on their rag or wipe their ass and it was like showed shit on their Hey everybody, it's Mr. Bill at a Subway restaurant. Today we're going to learn how to make bread. Yay! First we need some dough. Next Chef's logo says to roll out the dough. He's going to be mean to me. Runaway boulder. Runaway Great idea, Mr. Bill. Flatbread. It's pretty hilarious. We'd like play with like trucks and cars and we would like like have, have like a truck run over him and he would be all flat and yep. <laughs> it was just stupid dumb stuff like that, but it was fun. <laughs> it took a long I always, time. I always did those post-it note booklets where you just draw a little picture on each page and then you flip it. And yeah, you know, yeah. I'm an artist. <laughs> That's awesome. This <laughs> next news story came from us from uh, from our pal in uh, uh, our local guy, Tom Croxton. Yeah. And he said that there's some exciting news coming from the Thor camp. Um, they'll be announcing a new album with some unbelievable guest stars and a brand new video coming as well. Now, they said that more stuff would be announced in the first. I could not find anything. I didn't reach out to Tom directly, but I didn't find anything on social yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but as as everyone may know, I mean, this is John, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Is it Michael, John Mickle? I don't know. But, uh, you know, this goes back till, gosh, 1973. <laughs> was when Thor started as this like concept band and 
one of the albums, uh, Keep the Dogs Away, from 1977, they did a 30th anniversary re-release in 2009. He's had dozens of releases and EPs over the years, and he really is kind of that glam, metal, rock, originators of that rock theater concept. So it's interesting. I mean, I I didn't look up how old the guy is, but he's got to be up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to see what they uh what they what they bring. So awesome. I'm excited and, and uh it's cool that that Tom Croxton is still uh still working with him. It's a great project. Yeah. Very cool. Looking forward to that. We have some amazing releases. Yeah. I heard Jose Mangan mentioned today, maybe it was yesterday. I don't know what day is it, but he said he talked to Rob Flynn and heard a new Machine Head track that will be coming out next week, and he said that it is awesome. That's awesome. Really cool. Yeah, Machine Head, they're going to be releasing on June 11th this three-song single, uh, Arrows in the Words from the Sky. Um, they did say more information would be available soon, but we are running out of time. Um, two videos featuring behind-the-scenes footage are going to make uh, making one of the songs that are expected to appear on the EP become the firestorm can be seen um, love links in in the show notes so the track was recorded this past January at shark by studios in Oakland um, and joining machine head um, not only was bassist uh, Jared uh, McCaffern I think sure and then um drummer Naveen Copperweiss. I don't know. He's a guy from Animals as Leaders. Okay. And Whitechapel. So yeah, pretty cool stuff. I, like I said, I'm always, uh, I'm a Machine Head fan. I always look forward to new stuff there. Mm-hmm. Now it's interesting. They've been like trickling out singles. Yeah. It's interesting, but I don't, it's nice to have new Machine Head all the time. They're one of my favorites. And I did a couple weeks ago, watch, um, if you've seen, Rob goes Facebook live every Friday, I think. Oh, yep. And they just play for two or three hours. And I had that on the background a couple weeks ago. And that was just really fun. They're playing a lot of machine head tunes. They do some acoustic stuff, some acoustic covers and regular covers. It's a good time. That's awesome. Very cool. Recommend checking it out. Yeah. We're going to, um, this next one is one that I haven't, uh, I haven't heard of, but you mentioned it, uh, a band from Florida. This yeah. is a band called The Absence. They have a new single um, called Black Providence from the album Coffinized. Is that, does that sound, did I get that right? You did, yep. Uh, Coffin Eyes coming out June 25th. I've got three tracks released so far. Coffin Eyes, which is awesome. And then uh, Choir of Sickness, Choirs of Sickness. And Black Providence is the most recent. And it's a little bit slower, but just as good. And yeah, The Absence came on my radar when I saw them with Ex Mortis in 2018. A fan ever since. And talked to the guys after the show and stuff. They're real cool guys. And Jeremy Kling, the drummer, also drums for Venom Inc. Ah, okay. 
And of course, yeah. he's also in what we're talking about the other week, uh, Gorgang, that yep. two man group, two live crew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two live uh, crew. <laughs> cool, man. That's awesome. I will, uh, I'll check them out. I'll add them to my playlist. Um, Do it. And then the next one that we're going to talk about is one that you get pretty excited about. And I think you're going to see him live. Hoping to. And that's Rammstein. Yeah. It's actually not Rammstein, though. It's just a single from Till Lindemann, the front oh, man. Oh, I didn't realize this wasn't the entire, it's just him. Yep. Sorry, that was lost in translation. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I didn't try to translate well. And this, this, and actually, this track, Ich hasse Kinder, <laughs> that translates to something like "I hate children." I hate kids. Yep. Yeah. Du hast kids. <laughs> something. Uh, <laughs> well, you know yeah. what? That's to each their own. <laughs> Some people don't like kids because they're always sticky. Kids are <laughs> sticky. Yeah, even when they get older, when they start <laughs> smelling too great. sweaty sports stink. That's right. That's right. But yeah, I checked out the track, and it's sounds a little like Rammstein, not like as heavy and evil feeling, but yeah, it's kind of what you'd expect from Till. I mean, look at the little kid, man. He's crying. <laughs> <laughs> Probably makes him laugh. Oh, maybe he's laughing. That's what it is. Yeah, it makes um, Till laugh. This next one, dude, it's so good. <laughs> so awesome. Um, our veteran Arizona Thrashers, Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah, they were uh, formed in 1981. Um, their new album, Blood in the Water, comes out this Friday on AFM Records. This is their 14th studio album. And um, it's we, we highlighted uh, their first track, the single they dropped called Burn the Sky about a month ago mm-hmm. or so. They dropped another new track last week called Brace for Impact. I listened at like three, four times today. It was freaking awesome. release with a brand new bassist this bassist uh, named billy bodily bodily yeah let's go with mm. that and uh but yeah go ahead and check out the new uh flotsam and jetsam track called brace for impact that was dropped uh and again it'll be in our playlist but this album comes out this friday called blood in the water huge fan you want some old school thrash flotsam and jetsam they bring the thunder they're quite good. That's my two cents. 
Nice. <laughs> this, this next one, um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge D. Snyder fan. Yes, you is. That I is. And uh, he, those of you that may not have heard, but you know, pretty much everyone that listens to, <laughs> listens to us know what's going on. They have their finger on the pulse of what's happening. Um, D. Snyder is releasing a brand new album called Leave a Scar this July. And um, this is kind of a taste of what to expect in that new release. The first single dropped last week called I Gotta Rock Again. And he goes on to say, D. Snyder quotes, this is the starting gun for this album. And it's really the driving motivation behind him returning to the studio to record this album. At the end of 2019, he had felt his recording and live performing was over. But it, you know, he just didn't really announce it to the world. But mentally, he decided, I'm done. But the state of things in 2020, right? Things change, things happen. So between COVID, the political state around the globe, he found himself yearning. Yes, he yearns, he said, <laughs> that he was back in the studio. And in the immortal words of Ice Cube, I got something to say. And so um, obviously working with uh, his buddy and um, uh, producer, writer, uh, Jamie Josta, mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of other peeps. Uh, I'm super excited about this next release too. I listened to I Gotta Rock. This one is one too where you, you have it stuck in your head. It turns into that earworm and you're just like, whoosh, the chorus is just, it's in there. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's a good tune. Been hearing a lot on Liquid Metal. Nice. Yep. This next one is a new one from a band that, um, again, it kind of just showed up. So as you remember, back in kind of the, the height of pandemic, Bandcamp did a bunch of these uh, no fee Fridays where they were giving all proceeds directly to the artists to support those bands on Bandcamp. And so awesome. I would go load up a bunch of albums kind of these are ones that I like or ones that I'm gonna listen to later and um and then buy them all on Friday and so a handful of them I did that so I don't remember really how I discovered this band called Space Chaser um this is their third full-length album they also have a few other EPs out there um and they're from Germany but this uh this single this first single that dropped from uh, Give Us Life the first track on that is called Remnants of Technology. It's soul thread. It's super fun. And then because I was listening to that, this brand new track, 
I'm like, well, yeah, man, I went back and listened to like their old stuff too. And it's just, it's really good. You can tell the production varies, right? You can tell the production is so much better on the new release, but, um, but you still get it. You still get that. It's just, it's so thrashy. Um, it's really good. So check out space chaser. You will not be disappointed. This is a thrash release. Absolutely. You know, sometimes we mix it up, right? We have some death. We got some black threat, black and thrash. We got some, you know, all sorts of stuff, right? Some grindcore. No, all things heavy. All things heavy. Well, this definitely is a thrash, thrash album. You know, we talked again about, uh, you know, we talked about Rob Zombie. We talked about John Five. Um, and, uh, you know, we've talked about Motley Crue in the past, right? They had an album that turned, what, 35 years or some shit, right? Um, like Was it 40 years? Yeah, they have a track that turned 40 <laughs> years. Well, these guys are all getting together. So this is a band that they've called L.A. Rats, and they did a cover of the song I've Been Everywhere. And this release um, was a single that was released uh, last month on a soundtrack, this 12-song Ice Road soundtrack. And it features covers by a whole bunch of other peeps, too. There's collaborations and original songs from artists like Jason Isbell, Tim McGraw, Cadillac 3, Miranda Lambert. Um, I don't know half these people. Um, Mark Colley, Allison Moore. Um, but these guys actually got together and they recorded the cover of I've Been Everywhere. And this is originally written and uh, by Australian country singer Jeff Mack back in 1959, and it made popular uh, by the band Lucky Star in 1962. And so now it's going to be popular again. <laughs> but because uh, everyone kind of knows that song, right? I've been everywhere, man. Yeah. You know, everybody knows yeah. it. It's been so, on TV commercials, and Johnny Cash covered it. There you go. So yeah, I mean. I, you know, honestly, I haven't heard this version yet, but I'm going to check it out. You know, I'm a huge Johnny Five fan. Johnny Five is alive. Short dude, Circuit, another great movie. Dude, what a great movie. Isn't that? Oh, dude, it's so good. You know, do you do you subject your kids to all those old movies that you liked when you were a kid? I tried to. When I was younger, it was easier because they couldn't leave me. Yeah, right? Because, <laughs> like, but I yeah, know, like. We watched Sur Short Circuit one time. And yep. They didn't like it as much as I did. Oh, I know. We um, didn't make it the second one. Stephanie, nice software. <laughs> Stephanie, change color. Uh, Attractive. Nice software. Mm. Well, you sure don't talk like a machine. <laughs> um, we input. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, I remember with my kids watching Short Circuit and Short Circuit 2. I'm sorry we did that, but we did. And then, you know, but it all started, I think, with like Goonies. We watched Goonies, we watched E.T., we watched Men in Black. Um, yeah, all those. And another one called Batteries Not Included. You remember that one? Oh, man. One time, yeah. long time ago, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> These little aliens and they flew, they fly around. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, we've watched all the old classics. I think our favorite is The Burbs. <laughs> the, bur the Burbs is good. <laughs> 
Dude, Tom Hanks used to be so great. Whatever happened to him, man? Uh, he got all serious and stuff. I know. God, he was such a comedic actor, and now he's all like serious and drama and shit. He went black album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we quote the Burbs all the time, and there's we were going to a a supper or something, and my daughter was carrying something and it was food. She tripped or something and it fell, and then she just looks down, looks up, and goes. There go the goddamn brownies. There go the goddamn brownies. Family <laughs> <laughs> favorite awesome. thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, now I got to go watch the Burbs again. God. Oh, yeah. I'll add that to my list. Um, <laughs> you know what's really cool? Yes. We have live shows. And it's kind of blowing up, man. Like, I can't kind of even like keep up. I mean, there's a lot of shit happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, the first one we're going to talk about is actually an interesting story. So in an effort to encourage people to get vaccinated, right, against COVID-19, this concert promoter in Florida is charging $999 for uh, for this concert ticket. But if you were vaccinated, it's 18 bucks. How can they do that? <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So this is like a punk show. This happened, uh, This the show is going to take place in St. Petersburg, Florida, um, June 26th. And it's a bunch of punk bands, Teenage, Bottle Rocket, uh, Make War, and Rudderkin? I don't know. That's Never cool. heard of him. Uh, Leadfoot Promotions um, is is the the promoter of this band, and Paul Williams crafted this ticket priced here as an incentive for concert goers to get vaccinated. So he said he wanted to be, you know, he wanted to uh, be the vaccine to drive to get those fence sitters that are kind of on the fence. And he told ABC News that I want to get the kids that want to go to shows out there and get their shots. So pretty crazy, man. Yeah, there's all sorts of stories like that. And Budweiser is going to give free beer away, but I'd rather they keep it. Not a big Budweiser fan. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute, where's the punchline? Um, (laughs) But here's, but you know, and it's all over everywhere. Like I know that some people were kind of pissed that someone, her and her family already got vaccinated and now they're giving like $50 gift cards for every vaccination. (laughs) She's like, what the heck? And then um, there's, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of other incentives that are happening. Obviously, in the state of Minnesota here, you can get free fishing licenses, hunting licenses. You can get um, tickets to uh, our Valley Fair, like our, our theme park, kind of like Cedar Point, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, one, they shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> but two, it's like, what about all of us that already did? Give me a free ticket. <laughs> but... This uh, So Williams that's promoting the show, he did go on to say that he has had one person buy a $999 ticket. So wow. that's crazy, huh? <laughs> mostly, the reaction, mostly the reaction has been positive, but there's been a little bit of backlash. You know, I just want to see live shows and get vaccinated. You know what? It was easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Just do it and get it done and let's go to shows. Yep, I agree. That brings me to this next show where you and I talked about it last week and I was kind of on the fence. I'm like, I don't know. Should I go? Should I go to not fest? 
in yeah, Iowa. Turns out I had a, a conflict anyway. But then like literally three days later, <laughs> they announced the NotFest Roadshow. And this yeah. is, so first let's go ahead and rewind. So the first date of NotFest in Iowa, you have tickets for. September 25th. Yes, I do. Yep. And I posted on Facebook and I got some people saying, damn, I wish this was traveling. And I said, yeah, that would be cool. I know they've done it in the past. And then, yeah, a couple of days later, this comes out, they're taking it on tour. So there are a bunch of dates and all around the country. Except for yeah, you. this one. Um, yeah. So this one is again, a little abbreviated bill. So it's uh, not fest with kill switch engage fever 333 and code orange. Um, not a bad lineup. Again, I mean, there's obviously the 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 kickoff in Indianola, Indianola, Iowa. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, Megadeth and and you know, definitely some uh, some bigger big names there. Gojira, right? Um, it'll be a pretty uh, pretty epic bill. Um, I'm excited that you you get to go there. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna hike it down there. What'd we say? It was like a four hour drive. Yep. It's four hours from here. We're going to make a weekend of it and go down Friday, come back Sunday. That's awesome. Very yeah. cool, man. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, this is one where I'm a little, I'm a little pissed because they throw 20, uh, 24 dates on this roadshow through November 2nd, but they skip Minneapolis. What's up? Oh, dude, I'm so pissed, but there'll be another one. Don't worry. Um, Corey Taylor comments on this with the world with the world opening up. It's time to get excited about life again and let's get back to life again. Um, this tour is a long time coming. And we really hope that you know, you're excited as much as they are excited to play it. Stay safe, stay sick, and we'll see you soon. So yeah, fun times. Shows are coming. Um, I would really dig to see Slipknot and Killswitch. Dude, I wish they were here. I don't know. You know, Milwaukee is four hours from me. Tinley Park, I mean, Chicago, that's like five hours. Um, yeah, Indianola, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be tied up. I have a conflict anyway, but I, I will see them sometime this, yep. this, this year. Dude, can you see through your hat? Your hat is translucent. Yeah, it is. All right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, so you want to be comfortable and not look like a dork. That's right. Well, the, so this one, dude, this is a show that's coming December 4th to Minneapolis. They're going to hit several dates, but this one is the supporting act Tetrarch is playing with Crown the Empire and Atreyu. And uh, dude, they got a show here in uh, at the Skyway Theater in Minneapolis. So cool. I could do that. I could do that, you know, and uh it's uh, it's cool because these are like a little bit smaller uh, smaller venue, um, you know. Ticket prices may not be crazy expensive, you know. So, yeah, this is on my uh, on my calendar for sure. We're gonna see if we can make that happen. Yeah, and Saul is on the bill too, and they're another Iowa band. They're some somewhat local people. Cool. I yeah, I don't know them. I don't know. Do you know Defying Decay? I don't. No, Saul gets a lot of play. I think on Octane. Okay. Cool. I think Crown the Empire, I think, is something that my my girls listen to. I don't know if yeah, they're like, like an emo type metal stuff. 
Yeah. Speaking of movies, isn't Atreyu, isn't that the name of that big dog horse thing, whatever, and never ending story? Oh, gosh. Or no, it's a, the main character's name, isn't it? Is it? Atreyu. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and check now. Um, I remember when Atreyu, when they first came out, I don't know too much about the band, but I remember seeing them. I don't know if they were on rotation on like the ball or something like that, but it was more that, you know, that emo stuff. Um, yeah. But no, I'm cool, man. Like I said, it's, it's a metal show that's coming to Minneapolis. So I'm like, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, this next one kind of snuck up on me. I, I feel bad. I didn't really know too much about it. And um, it's actually a, a virtual experience coming up called Slay at Home. This is a virtual yeah. experience to support charity brought to you by Metal Injection. And um, yeah, I mean, look at all these bands. I mean, it's crazy, right? I mean, they got Typo Negative, Megadeth, Kill Switch. It's crazy, right? I mean, people from all these different bands, even bands like Violence, Blind Guardian, Gorguts, are you kidding me? Gorguts. Um, but yeah, there's so many bands here. And this is, um, it's, a, it's a virtual event over two days, June 18th and 19th. And you have a handful of different charities that you can actually donate to. They have Music Cares, which is a charity that provides, you know, more than $60 million in health, financial, and rehab for uh, musicians and music people in times of need, right? So a lot of the musicians, they may not help health insurance, right? So Music Cares is a really great uh, charity. They also have the National Alliance on Mental, Mental Illness, which we talked about in a previous episode, but you can absolutely donate to them. You can also donate to the Phoenix Children's Foundation. This uh, helps you and your child facing, uh, you know, living with type one diabetes. And they also have um, the Cancer Research Institute. This is a nonprofit uh, organization that is dedicated to uh, advancing uh, immunotherapy to treat like all types of cancers. So you can donate to whatever group you'd like. So it's free to, it's free to participate, free to watch. But again, it's a charity event. They really hope that you donate. Um, it was created and organized by Frank Godla of Metal Injection, really an effort to kind of curate something meaningful during that global pandemic. And I didn't realize that they had a slay at home event back in April as well. And this is uh, another one. So pretty cool, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm stoked about it. So if you can't get out and uh, June 18th, 19th, go ahead and log on. You can actually view this on, um, on their YouTube channel, um, on Metal Injections YouTube channel, or you can actually watch it right here at slayathomefest.com. Yeah, that's really cool. I know they've done a few of those in the past. So I wonder if they'll keep on doing them. I guess yeah, if that's they awesome. keep watching them, they'll keep doing it. Absolutely. Um, and then another one that actually just dropped today is Rebel Rock. This is down in Orlando, Florida. I saw this uh, just moments ago, breaking news. Not really, but um, it was new to me. <laughs> so this is down in Orlando. September 24th uh, through the 26th. And, you know, there is, again, it's a really mixed bill, right? You got Limp Bizkit, you, oh, know, you got yeah. Legends of Wu-Tang, um, but you also have like Parkway Drive and Five Grid Death Punch. Um, body Count's going to be there. Um, Kill Switch Engage. And it's also a mix too. They have like motion, motion, Motionless in White 
and I Prevail. I mean, those are songs that uh, my daughter listens to, but they also have like um, Hate Breed, right? That'd be cool seeing Jamie Jasta. But um, yeah, pretty cool. Um, another show, another festival down in Orlando. Check it out. The best thing about this is that when I was looking at some of the info, I looked reading kind of the FAQs and it said, will there be moshing or crowd surfing allowed? And it said, yes, at your own risk. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, because when I tell you not to, that really works. Remember all the old Ticketmaster tickets that say 93X presents whatever concert, no moshing. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. That does not work. Nice try. You're going to stump me. Oh, and then I'm going to stump you, bro. Couple of stumps. All right. We were talking about Machine Head. So when they released Burn My Eyes, their debut record. By the way, we're going into trivia if you didn't catch on. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Machine Head's debut came out, Burn My Eyes, it broke Roadrunner's record first. I believe it was sales. And they held that record for... Uh, five or six years do you know what band came along and their debut crushed it we talked about this before did we yes but i don't remember the answer <laughs> 50 episodes in starting to forget shit <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> that is uh slipknot's debut oh that's right yep yeah i don't know why i always remember that fact probably because i just remember random metal shit so easy so. <laughs> right i got one i'm gonna try to stump you already Bring them on. Okay. So this is what we're doing. This is, we're, we're continuing to, I'm going to try to stump Jim with some Metallica trivia because he knows all Metallica. And so. Mostly. Mostly, mostly Metallica. So I was going to ask you, oh, the first, the first show, the first show that they played in 1982. Saxon. Well, the question is the first show in 1982 the set list included two original tracks. Ooh. What two songs did they play on that bill in 1982? Yeah, came out swinging. I'm going to say Hit the Lights. Ding! One point. And Jump in the Fire. Ah, yes, you got it. 100%. <laughs> nice. All right. Don't worry. We'll try again next week. I thought you were going to say, who did they open for? Good job. No, that one is, uh, they played uh, Hit the Lights and Jump in the Fire, mixed with a bunch of covers from Diamond Head, Sweet Salvage, and Blitzkrieg. Oh, yeah. Nice. Good job, man. Thank you. Um, I'm See, excited. Mom, I made it. <laughs> I'm excited to go back 34 years for this next one. We're going to go back in the day with one of my favorites. And that's Halloween, Keeper of the Seven Keys, part one. Um, 
And I forgot, I was going to run and grab a photo. I actually have this vinyl. I have this album framed hanging on my wall out there. I got uh, cool. part one and part two hanging in my house. Um, I'm a huge Halloween fan, but this is crazy. So this was their second studio album that came out 34 years ago, released in 1987 um, from the German power metal band. And it marks the first appearance from their vocalist, Michael Kiske. And this was considered the album that created the genre of that European power metal. Uh, Kai Henson, he stepped away from doing the vocal duties, which he did on the first album. And he, he, he said because he had difficulty singing and playing guitar uh, on the previous tour, but mm -hmm. we all know that he still does it today. So um, another one, this, this one actually does include that, uh, that famous track, Halloween, that's 13 minutes and 18 seconds long. Freaking love it. It's awesome. They actually had a video and a single released where they cut out like six minutes of it. Um, Loudwire did name this uh, this album uh, third in their list of the top 25 power metal albums of all time. And it also charted in uh, Germany when it was released in 1987 at number 15 on the on the metal charts. So Halloween, Keeper of the Seven Keys Part One. Uh, I'm a huge fan. It was one that kind of kicked me into kind of that power metal European style that led to a lot of other bands too. So pretty cool, man. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I've got one too from 1999. It's a band that kind of got me turned on to the whole Gothenburg scene, the melodic death metal over Scandinavian stuff in that era. Um, late 90s, early 2000s, I was listening to kind of the same old stuff over and over, like all the big four stuff, Pantera, and didn't really think there's a lot of good new stuff coming out. And a friend of mine at work showed me this one right here. In Flames, Colony. I know I've loved it instantly. Listened to it over and over, and you know, ordinary story, great song, and uh, the new word. It's got such great riffing in it, so that was kind of uh, opening the door to me for you know, obviously more in flames, children of Bodom, dark tranquility. Yep, at the gates. So, twenty nine years ago, or no, sorry, nineteen ninety nine. So twenty two years ago, it came out May thirty first internationally. May 21st locally, but yeah, great album. Still love it to this day. Clayman followed it up and that was another great one, but I don't know that it got better than this one for me as far as cool. my taste in Flames. I think they got a little too melodic after Clayman. Okay. Everything up, everything, everything up to this, I think is great. And, you know, even the, the really early stuff is a lot more Black Death, I guess. But, all right. Well, 90s yeah, I need to listen. I need to listen to this more. Um, 
because I didn't get into them until later when they were more melodic, I guess you could say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like Cloud Connected was the one that I listened to a lot. Yep. Is that the song or the album? I don't remember. I think that's both. I think it was, okay. no, it was Reroute, Reroute to Remain, I think is the album. Okay. And Cloud Connected uh, was the first big song off of it. And I remember this colony. I had it. Um, I had just a CD in my, I'm going to go back in time here again, my CD booklet in my truck. Yeah. Before you had everything on a phone or an iPod. And I know our, the town I grew up in, they having, their local radio station is playing metal that every week they'd have a show for an hour or something. And I remember it came on and I got in my truck and I raced up there and I walked in and I knew the people doing the show. So I handed them the CD and I said, play track 11. It's like, awesome, dude. What's it called? I don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but that was a new word, which is kind of funny because on the album it's called The New Word, but I think on the inlay card and the lyrics, the song is referred to as The New World. Ah. It's, and then they re released it 10 years later and kept it the same and didn't answer the question what is it, word or world? Huh, interesting. So, and, uh, <laughs> But the consensus funny. is that it's word, the new word, but probably okay. my favorite track off the album, but it's full well, of gold. I'm going to add it to the playlist and uh, we'll definitely check it out. Um, cool. Th- this next one I want to look at is one that, and this one goes back to 1993. Um, it's a band that was formed in San Jose, California, and they are labeled as Bay Area Thrash. Right, Bay Area Metal, it says uh, on their Facebook page. Their, their first album dropped in 1995. It was self-titled. And this is a band by the name of Imagica. So have you ever heard of these bands? I have not heard of them. No. Dude, they're so good. So um, they have eight full-length albums today. They're currently demoing stuff for 2021. So that's really cool. Um, this first one came out in 1995. And it's awesome. It... Uh, this came up just random over the weekend. And I was like, oh yeah, I gotta go listen to that. And dude, I just forgot how good it was. And um, it's interesting. I really didn't do too much digging into them. Like back when I listened to them back in the day. So Mm -hmm. I was like doing some, you know, you know what I do for the show. Like I prepare, I do like research, (laughs) (laughs) like that much, like hardly any, Um, but it's crazy. So evidently the vocal, like the main, the main guy is this guy named Norman Skinner. He's in like five different bands, had no idea. So he does Imagica, but he also has a band called Hellscream. He has a band called Skinner of his, of his last name. 
He also was in a band called Elementus and then Naveen. Hmm. I had no idea. I don't know, again, the type of metal or type of music the other bands are. Um, definitely now uh, I'm going to go check the rest of those, those bands out, but definitely seems like a busy dude. Um, like I said, there's eight albums of a Magica and for sure this first one that's self-titled, you guys are going to love. Again, it's thrash. It's awesome. We'll make sure we add that to the playlist as well. A little bit of follow-up here, Jim. You know, I really hate when we report fake news. But did we? <laughs> but did we? Yeah, back in February, we were, I think it was, we were talking about a man who made a guitar out of his uncle's remains, the uh, Skelecaster. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we saw a follow-up story today just saying, was the skeleton guitar a hoax? And down in Tampa, Florida, Tampa Bay, Florida, there's two local reporters who think that the guy who made this is a combination of, of a couple of different people. Odilon Azare, a Tampa man with purported Guinness World Record titles for tallest hat and longest <laughs> fingernail extensions. <laughs> and Justin Arnold, a seemingly separate Florida musician who duped Tampa Bay's TBT magazine into printing a fake photo of a two-headed alligator in 2014. So I read the article and I, it doesn't definitively say if it was a hoax or not. So he's, he's just, he's a con man. <laughs> Maybe. Could be. <laughs> or he's playing the real skeleton. But that's that's yeah. what he is, yeah. Either way, it's cool guitar. That's right. And with that, dude, we want to thank everyone for listening. That's going to wrap up episode 51 of the Thrash Report. Um, I want to remind everyone, Go ahead and head over to thrashreport.com. You'll find links to all of our socials there. You can um, <laughs> you can go ahead and look at an archive of all the previous episodes, show notes, and links that we talk about. We really do appreciate it. Um, and then also you can um, um, supporting sponsorships start at ninety nine cents a month. This helps us bring new fresh content every week. We want to hear from you as well. Make sure you send us an email at uh, thethrashreport at gmail.com or on any of our social channels. Grab some merch, man. You can always hit the merch tab, grab a t-shirt, a sticker, show your Thrash Report pride. And uh, we really appreciate everyone's support. Um, again, we're just metal dudes, metal nerds talking about metal. And we want to thank everybody for hanging out with us. Yeah, and for uh, those who have bought our merch and shared it on social media. It's really cool to see. We appreciate that very much. So thank you all. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, really do. Uh, really do appreciate it. I'm looking in the chat here. It looks like, yeah, get your damn vaccine. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. Um, again, thanks everybody for following along live. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Jim, it was fun. And yeah. uh, stay metal. We'll see you next time on the Thrash Report. See ya. Goodbye.